guys hello hello um my name is bella i'm alexa and welcome to our podcast yeah <laughs> where we talk about the falcon winter soldier and everything marvel yes okay. doesn't get any more interesting doesn't than that <laughs> that's that's it and podcast goodbye okay now formal introduction today is uh, april 8th 2021 and it is the following thursday after the third episode of the falcon the winter soldier aired on disney plus so this is a little bit of a late podcast because we are watching the fourth episode tonight when it comes out at midnight uh, yeah <laughs> and we're watching it in my jacuzzi oh yeah we got a projector <laughs> set up yeah. and everything it's gonna be so lit Ooh. <laughs> i want to make a tiktok about it yes anyways um the reason why this is so late though is because we had trouble uploading the second podcast to uh spotify and then it was easter and yeah. then just like i have a life actually yeah <laughs> me too yeah i started i actually went to someone's house yesterday oh my god i'm so I proud know, of you thank you she's socializing with people that <laughs> isn't under 17 years old <laughs> but she is probably more than 10 years old <laughs> <laughs> you and your age gaps I know. it's okay it works anyways <laughs> um but yeah so we're here and then we're gonna watch the fourth episode and i was thinking maybe tomorrow in the morning we can do a recap yeah let's do that so we can just get it out of the way yeah anyways you guys didn't need to know that but it's fine so let's move on <laughs> all righty so the first episode started off with a commercial and i was getting very much wandavision vibes and i was like what but at least the wandavision ones were interesting i don't i didn't really understand the grc thing it made no sense i i kind of understood it the second time i watched the episode but it wasn't like oh, hydra soap or like something like that like yeah. sponsored by you know it wasn't as exciting or stark cryptic it was like actually someone you something you'd see on tv like something yeah it was i didn't okay. i didn't like the way it started out but it it's just, there for a reason and i don't know if we know what it is yet. well i think it's just to set up because they talked about the global whatever it's called in the repatriation wait no i could say this uh, repatriation council i think is it what it is nice i know <laughs> that's like pewdiepie saying what is, what was the word oh he? oh it's um it's it's um negligible ne- neg- negligible <laughs> negligible 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 okay negligible. we're getting off topic anyways <laughs> So, yeah, no, the commercial starts off with that, and then it's, like, well, it starts off with the commercial, and it's probably just to set up, like, what it's supposed to be doing and what the Flag Smashers are against, because they're mm-hmm. against them doing this. Yeah. And they're actually a corrupt organization because they had six months of supplies to help people just chilling, not going anywhere, and they were just, like, holding them. So that, like, I think it just sets up, like, what Carly's, like, group is about, yeah, I mean, not but to I be not like to be an adult, but logistically, they might have a reason for keeping all that stuff, like <laughs> six months of supply, you know, like. <laughs> and as a child, screw them! They should be giving that stuff away. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So I think that's just kind of like what the purpose of the commercial was. But it just was such a weird way to do it. Yeah. I mean, but I guess like, what else could you do? Like, it was just a weird way to start the episode. Yeah. But it also like wasn't trying to be like wandavision where it happened in between like a sitcom episode but it also didn't like show like a character watching it so it was just weird like yeah it's like a cat movie right you don't just get a commercial in the middle of it if it's you're not watching it on stars or something like yeah. that so it's like it's really weird to just have that there like if they had it like someone watching it on a tv and it like it pulled out to like someone watching it instead of just going straight into john walker it would probably make more sense to me, and I yeah. think that would have been a better, like, cinematic choice, but I'm whatever. I'm not a director. Yeah. <laughs> I'm barely an actor, so. Um, anyways, then we move on what to... What the hell? 
What happened? I have not talked to this girl since high school. Come <laughs> uh, I kind of want to answer it. Okay. Okay, I want to see Pause. what she says. Oh, wait, let's hear this. Hello? Hello? Hi, I'm doing good. How about you? Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, so I, I appreciate your call. Are, are you at home right now? Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, well, I'm actually uh, busy right now, but can I call you back later? Cool. Yeah, that sounds good. Thank you for calling. I really appreciate it. All right. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. It was a belated birthday call. Yeah, but that's so random. Like that's so random. Okay. Well, let's continue then. <laughs> that was like the most random. Also, just side rant. So the disability office called me today. They left me a message, and I was in the middle of my treatment. And then they called me. They said, "Okay, we're gonna call you back again in five minutes." And then I missed that call too because I didn't know who was calling. And it, it says no caller ID. It says unknown. So how am I supposed to call them back? Oh. Like no. so, I missed both calls, and now I don't know who to call. I just okay. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh problems yeah adult problems yeah i'm gonna have to deal with them pretty soon <laughs> anyways so back to john walker get it okay so he like busts in to the place where carly was last episode and um this is a very like clear demonstration that john walker is not steve rogers yeah. he gets offended he gets mad and hot-headed and he's like he pushed the guy just out of spite and like because he spit on him, and then, like, do you know who I am? Steve Rogers would never. No, and he wouldn't. this is now the second time I will say, I am so sorry for any Steve Roger hate I have said <laughs> in the past. I take it back. Everything up to Endgame, I take back. Like, the man was a saint, and I just have been so mad. I've been so mean to him for no reason. And but I, I was just so annoyed when he's like, do you know who I am? It's like as if he is the Captain America. Like, yeah. he's not he's he's not <laughs> you're not you're u.s agent <laughs> also u.s agent is actually in standoff so that comic we'll talk about this in a second but that comic i was talking about you before he shows up like john walker shows up in it and like fights steve oh okay so i was like i really need to read standoff because it seems like they're doing a lot of standoff yeah, stuff i need to read it too it's still sitting on i know it's still sitting, <laughs> it's literally sitting in my room and it's like i've started it like i've i got up to the agents of shield ones and then i just need to keep going but anyway, so yeah, it just shows that like John Walker is like not Steve and he's not good. And I really hope they give him his U.S. agent persona because I do not want him spoiling the name of Captain America because you're not. You're U.S. agent and shut shut up. I wish they never gave him the title of Captain America and just said, it's the new person, U.S. agent. Yeah, I think it, uh, the way I see it that he's not going to be Captain America by the end of it, but I don't know who's going to replace him or if there's going to be Sam. a replacement. I think it's going to be Sam, and I think Taurus is going to become the Falcon. But the thing is, like, will will Sam be appointed by the government, or will he just take that on, like, Rogue? I Avenger? think he'll take it on Rogue, because I think that's how he does it in the comics, too. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I think... Yeah, because in the comics, I think Sam... Sh um, Steve gave the shield to Sam, but no one liked Sam as Captain America. Yeah, so it's just like, not my Captain America yeah, is the title of the yeah. comic, isn't it? So I think I think it's going to take on the thing of him doing it like roguely, but like as he should. I also, I don't know when I can talk about this, but I don't think Steve's dead. I don't think Steve's dead. <laughs> He's on the moon. <laughs> He's actually on the moon, like Bucky Barnes. He's on that base where Fury was 
at the end of Far From Home, where we saw Nick sitting in the moon base, he actually is up there with him, old. And then we're going to get Kovic, and he's going to make Steve young again. Yes. Uh, see, Alexa and I are Kovic stands, mm-hmm. and Kovic is basically the Tesseract. Because, well, in the comics, they're called the Cosmic Cube, but in that's like the Tesseract in a different universe. It's very confusing. Anyways, so basically, she's basically the Tesseract as a person. And she's so sweet. Yeah, I literally, she's very cute. I'm going to audition be Bucky Buckaroo. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, at first I was going to, like, this is a while ago, but I wanted to make an edit of, like, it was, like, a video edit, and I was going to try to make it, like, Bucky Kobik, but I realized that was going to be kind of hard, like, to find footage of, uh, you know, an actress that would, like, fit. So I think I want, now that I'm thinking about it, I, want, I think I want to Photoshop something so it would be, like, a, a real-life version of Bucky and Kobik, like, Sebastian yeah. Bucky and then someone... Who's like that? a young yeah like um who's the girl who did the um google search google autocomplete <gasps> with chris grace Evans. grace yeah mckenna yeah oh my god <laughs> she's my favorite like she is such a good like for a child that's what i've heard she's, she's really amazing <laughs> do you see her in i tanya she plays young tanya oh yeah 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 and she's like don't leave me i tanya is my comfort movie i know that whole <laughs> thing by heart but mckenna grace is I will praise the ground that she walks on. She is <laughs> such a great actress for her age. Anyways, but yeah, so I don't think Steve's dead. I think he's alive somewhere. I don't. I know there was a joke about a moon base, but he literally could be on the moon base and pull a whole, like, Bucky Barnes man on the wall, but, like, for Steve, which makes sense, <laughs> right? <laughs> but then they could introduce Kobik, and then we'll get the Thunderbolts because Zemo creates the Thunderbolts. So if Zemo becomes good... And he creates a little team of himself because he's so anti-super soldiers, right? And he's so anti-Avengers, but they do need someone to protect the world. And I feel like he wants to. He just doesn't trust the Avengers. And then him and Bucky team up, and then Bucky's on this. Yes, <laughs> this okay. This would be such, this would be such a, like, <laughs> fan service thing for me. And I would literally cry if this happened. And then we'd get, like, probably from the Eternals, we might get introduced to, like, Kovic. Mm, just saying. So then we can get Kovic in this. And then... In the comics, Captain America, Sam Wilson, um, issue seven, I think, or it might be eight. It's the standoff series. You literally see Kobik turn Steve Rogers young again, back to his super soldier self, like young super soldier self. And he looks so good, by the way. Anyway, so, <laughs> so I'm just really excited for that. And I'd really want that to happen. But back to the actual show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we move on to the prison breakout scene. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this episode is honestly the best, and I don't know how they're going to top it because it's just so perfect in every sense of the word. So, right, so they get there, and then he's like, let me talk to him alone. And then Bucky knows that he already had a plan to get out. And I just, he just is so smart and sexy and beautiful. and just, I love him. And then they have the, like, whole little breakout scene, and, Zemo, he's fine as hell. I just gotta yeah. say. Wait, wait, I have something to add to that. So when he started saying like the the um, trigger words or whatever, oh, yeah. again, like knowing like, you know, basic film, like when he said there's still something left in there, they wouldn't write that in there if it wasn't going to be important oh, later. Yeah. People are saying they're like, I don't think Steve or Bucky's going to relapse. And it's like, there was a reason they added that. Not, yeah. not necessarily a relapse, but there is that part of him still in just because he won't be triggered by the words anymore doesn't mean he doesn't have that persona in him still yeah so 
like we can like later at the Madripoor scene we'll talk about it a bit more but like you can see when Bucky switches from being Bucky to like cutthroat yeah. cuz there's a part where like he's walking he grabs the guy's hand and he looks back at Zemo like annoyed yeah. and then all of a sudden he turns back and breaks the wrist and then that's Winter yeah. Soldier like right then like cuz before you could see like Bucky trying not to laugh when Sam was trying to do the shot yeah. we're getting ahead of it but <laughs> Yeah, I definitely think that there is something, something's going to happen. Not necessarily, like, maybe a Thunderbolt set up because he's not good <laughs> enough to be an Avenger in his head. And then yeah. he's just like, whatever. But I'm thinking that Bucky, there is something. Like, I, there is some. there was a reason for that. And then also when he made the comment, like, it's easy for him to fall back into formation, right? Yeah. And then, I don't know, it's something, something, something might come from that. Yeah. What it is, I'm not 100% sure, but you're right. They, like, they wouldn't add that. He's like, I wanted to see how the new you reacted to the old words. And he was like, there is something still in there. And it's like, mm, I don't know, but Zemo's really into power play. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like, oh my God. So when we get to that, I, I have information for you. But anyways, so... Oh, then, actually, I want to Google something really quick. So you said uh, Zemo's rich in the comics too, right? I don't know. He's a baron. I, I don't know exactly what a baron is. I know it's royalty, but... It's like a noble. So, you know, like, nobility back in the day. A member of the lowest order of the British nobility. Yeah. Uh, not used as a form of address in Britain, but barons usually being referred to as lord. <laughs> okay, wait. I want to see if I if I Google... Um, Burns you helmet. net worth. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> helmet Zemo uh, net worth. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't look like they. As a former Sokovian armed forces. Um, Just do Baron Zemo. Baron. N- n- <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I guess that depends on where they're from. <laughs> also, the 11th century. <laughs> yeah, Baron. Oh. Baron, How much money know. did lords make back in the day? I don't know. And inflation, too. So would we really know? Um, Honestly, I just know that I want Zemo to be my sugar daddy. Yeah. So that's about it. Yeah, I think that anyone who owns a private jet is considered probably the top one. But did you see that it was also, like, kind of run down, too, though? Like, all of his, like, fancy stuff was very, like, chipped off. But it was, like, whatever. I yeah. was, like, <laughs> I want all three of them to rail me at once. Thank you. Goodbye. So... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, Zemo, Zemo's rich, he's a sugar daddy, and I love him for that. But he basically, like, I just, oh my god, that whole, like, hypothetical scene was so, can I walk you through a hypothetical? <laughs> yes, you may. <laughs> no, it just was like, he's like, I don't like how casual you're being about this. This is like you. Where are we? And, oh, it was just such a funny, I love, it's just like the humor in the show is definitely coming out. <laughs> and we see such a stark difference between bucky and sam in this episode in the last episode like in the last episode sam kind of got like aggro with bucky but in this one there was no aggression it was all like genuine and they like kept checking in on each other like sam kept asking if he was okay bucky kept checking in on him and i was like yeah i know (laughs) they're they're making progress see like this is what we want and why did you have to make that little scene that like made me kind of mad but also what i found kind of funny is like bucky speaks pretty much most languages so whenever he was like saying things i guess in sokovian to um his like waiter or like butler or whatever i'm like 
I'm pretty sure Bucky understands what he's saying, <laughs> and then it's like Sam's the only one that's out of the loop. So I wonder if like what I really think, what what I love was like. He's like, oh, if it doesn't pass a sniff test, give it to them. And I wonder if Bucky's like, you should eat it. <laughs> <laughs> he would do that. <laughs> to Sam, just because I think that'd be so funny. But, yeah. Um, then we move on to the Carly scene, right? Of her, is it when she's talking to her, like, She's playing soccer, mom. and then she goes into the infirmary and plays talks with, her with the mom. I, or like the person that took care of her, I guess. But they yeah, called her yeah. mother, so yeah. I, th- I think someone came out and was like, "You should go visit her. That was she would want you to be there mm-hmm. when she passes or whatever." Yeah, which I like. I totally sympathize with Carly. I love her. Like later in the episode, not when she kills people to set a show, but like she's all. I just kind of sympathize her. Like I don't feel like they're the true villain of the show. I really feel like it's going to be Walker mm. or Sharon. Mm, yeah. I'll get into that in a second. But, yeah, no, I definitely think that I like stuff that's with Carly. And I think that they're trying to make you not like her by, like, killing people. But, like, at the end of the day, I think that by the end of the day, she's going to be the one that's, like, the victim. But, yeah, no, I kind of like her. Anyways, on to the Madripoor yes. scene. I have never been so so happy with a scene in a movie ever like even when they first walk into like the low town there's a it's like total like um great gatsby like um you know how the eyes are always watching them throughout like the movie or the book right well in this the first thing i noticed on the wall was the power brokers watching yeah and i was like damn but then sharon carter's how would sharon know that they were there if she wasn't always watching yeah She's the power broker. We'll get into that more. <laughs> so they get there and they're like going to the bar and whatever. And like, oh my God, <laughs> Sam in his suit, Bucky <laughs> in the Winter Soldier. And it's like, they're like, nice haircut. Me and Alexa were like, oh my God, are they going to give him a wig for this? Because like oh, everyone I knows. wish. Everyone knows that the Winter Soldier had long hair, so I was like, oh my god, please, 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 like, <laughs> please make the disguise have long hair in Madripoor, and, like, maybe they, like, edit it out, and, like, whatever. No. There was no wig, and we were very disappointed that was very we were watching it. But, um, so, oh, damn, hold on. But I guess assassins can get haircuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, keep talking for a second. <laughs> okay. I don't have anything interesting to say, um, but I would also, as an alcoholic, like to know what the Smiling Tiger's uh, usual is. I know there was something cut out of a snake, <laughs> but other than that, I don't really know what it was. Some kind of shot of something. It was a shot of something with snake blood. Anyways, so back to what I was saying. I Sorry, I got distracted because okay. someone texted me. So um, they get to the bar, and then we have Zemo in his power play, and... <laughs> Okay, everyone came at me. Well, no, I had a lot of people that, like, um, w- agreed with me. That was the hottest scene in movie history ever. And people were going to be like, it's his drama. Okay, separate it, please. The actor being sexy as hell versus, like, the drama Bucky has. I am the biggest Bucky supporter in his trauma. Like, I feel for him all the time. But... Mm, something about him just like going off and Zemo totally being like Winter Soldier attack. Like Zemo was into it. I was into it. Can kind of debate if Bucky was into it. I know Sebastian was into it. I mean, in all honesty though, it's not like he was being forced to do no, it. That's so that's what it is. It's consensual. Yeah. If it was like, okay, because I have like, a hard people time. People aren't, aren't mad when he's fighting like 
when he's fighting the super soldiers on the truck like so what's the difference what's the difference yeah. because they're all okay first of all here's how i defend myself is a it's consensual it's not like bucky is actually he has to fight people at the end of the day yeah either right? way he's always fighting he's not traumatized by fighting he's traumatized for not having any control of what he's doing he was yeah. able to stop the winter soldier would have killed people bucky hurt people yeah that's the difference he didn't kill anyone in the bar so right so it's consensual a b it's all bad people. It's magical. Yeah, exactly. And C, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Just let us enjoy the Let us enjoy, enjoy the show. It's a freaking, at the end of the day, it's fictional too. Yeah. And it's also not like, you know, when people thirst over Bucky getting like actually zapped and tortured in the chair because everyone's like, oh my God, look at his abs. And I'm like, that's do you weird. see the scene? Do you see the scene of him being shot? Does does that does not that make not... them upset? Like, yeah. I just... <laughs> like does that make you mad? Because that makes me mad whenever yeah. I watch that scene. Me too. But it's like, you know, I don't really... Th- but this one was consensual, bad people, and no one died. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> Bucky was living his trauma. He wasn't under the trigger words. He no, was doing he it consensually. Yeah. Him and Zemo... And he agreed to go in as the Winter Soldier too. Exactly. Exactly. It's not like he didn't have to do it. Yeah. And it was like, whatever. So let me enjoy how hot it was because Zemo being in control and then Bucky like following suit, that was fun. And then get this. So this is the information I had for you later, right? You know, when he's like selling off the Winter Soldier, right? That was improvised. The little grabbing of the chin. No, really? Sebastian could not keep it in. He kept laughing. (gasps) So Daniel (sighs) Brühl did an uh, an interview with the Hollywood Reporter. Mm -hmm. And they were like, was that like scene scripted? He goes, no, I grabbed and rubbed his chin on my own. And poor (laughs) Sebastian couldn't handle it. Like, so he did it once. And Seb lost it. And then they decided to keep it. So they oh kept my going. Gosh. And he couldn't handle it. Seb kept laughing. But like, so again, for all of y'all, that's like, he's living his trauma. Nope. Sebastian consented to it. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, I was like, that was hot too. When they just like, grabbed a chin and rubbed it through his little butt chin. And I was like, I want to be you, Daniel yeah. so badly. <laughs> Daniel Bull is also very hot. Oh, something I didn't mention was when we were talking about John Walker, right? Y'all need to stop hating on Wyatt Russell. Like, uh, yeah. stop sending him death threats. Didn't he, like, delete his social media or something? I, I heard when I was looking into it that he didn't actually have social media. That okay, that's what I thought. Week. I Like, I didn't want to believe everything I heard. But it was also, like, y'all need to stop getting mad at the actor. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. You can hate John Walker, which means he's doing a good job as an actor because, obviously, we're not supposed to like him. Yeah. You know, he's not supposed to be likable. He's supposed to be aggressive and mean, and you're supposed to see his true colors, which is agro supremacist right so y'all need to not get mad at Wyatt he's a great actor he's doing his job and like he's like taking it like a champ though he's like oh it'd be an honor to be disliked but I hope they don't hate me too much and I'm like no one hates you people just can't separate fiction from reality like it's fun to get into the fictional universe I mean like we're freaking making a podcast about this like of course it's okay to get into the fictional universe but you need to draw the line between reality like I am like it, it makes me mad like are you kidding me? That's such child, so childish and like ridiculous. Like, get over yourselves, guys. Get mad at the character, not the actor. I'm yeah. literally gonna make a Wyatt Russell edit, just being like, <laughs> I love you, King. <laughs> but anyways, now we move on to Sharon coming into the club, and oh, yeah. she was there when they walked in, yeah. and then she also like sniped and like repaired. But she how did she get to the building so fast? 
She's the power broker. She saw them come in. Well, yeah, but she was in the club at the same time. And it's not like she has super speed. <laughs> That's a little... No, like, I I'm mean, not trying... What I'm trying to say is, like, she has people that tell them everything. So when they see three new people described as the Winter Soldier and Baron Zemo and the Smiling Tiger, <sighs> I'm pretty sure Sharon heard it because she knows everything as the power broker because the power broker is always watching. Mm -hmm. And made her way there because she knew that he was going to see Selby because the power broker knows everything. Yeah. So that's the only explanation as to why she was there. Yeah. It's the only explanation because why would Sharon be there if she had a night, like a museum Yeah, in Hightown. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> She's the power broker. So then, um, and then also like, she'd been there for a hot minute and they say she got snapped, but what if she didn't? You know? Yeah. Wait, when did they say she got snapped? In Endgame, there's, like, this little, like, um, there was this little thing that showed, like, all the people that got snapped. Oh, uh, at the beginning? Yeah, yeah. And she was in it. And also explained, like, why Steve and her didn't have that relationship in Endgame was because he wasn't, she wasn't there. But neither was Peggy. And he had a freaking... <laughs> back on my seat, hating Steve Rogers. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, maybe she actually didn't get snapped and was there the whole time. But I mean, that's gotta, that's the only explanation if this is just right, like, wasn't it just a few months after right the, everyone? Right after Yeah, ending. no, it, she she didn't get snapped. If she is the power broker, she has to have been. So imagine that's the storyline, too, though. It's like, she's been there the whole time, and like... And that's why people don't suspect her, because they think they, she was she gone. She was snapped, because, you know, that's, that would, oh, I didn't think about that. That'd be kind of crazy. Ooh, yeah. that's kind of fun. And how do you collect that kind of art and, like, build yourself up? In months. Yeah, in months. No, in months. Not... <laughs> no, that's not possible. No. Dude, I think we cracked it. I have not watched... <laughs> I have been avoiding every trailer and prediction video, or, like, breakdown videos, because I I want to learn... I want to do this on my own. I want to... Because with WandaVision, I was doing everything. Like, Eric Voss was the only person I listened to, like, forever. But now I'm, like, avoiding. I want to see – I might watch breakdown, like, Easter egg videos that you miss, but mm -hmm. I don't want to yet. I want to finish the show, and then I'll go through and watch it because I want to see what I can pick up just because this is, like, my favorite, like, part of the MCU is are these characters and these storylines. And mm -hmm. so I want to see how much I know from myself. So just if you guys want to be like, yeah, I was in a prediction video. No, this is all <laughs> me. Oh. So mm – -hmm. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so – Sharon and then like so she like has the place in Hightown she has all that art and I just also bear like in cinema like they make it a thing to mislead so Zemo was like oh the power broker hope we don't cross a, come across him yeah, Baron Zemo know, has never it. never met however Carly knows that the power broker and later in the episode when they're outside that like GRC whatever um, when they're outside the building, she doesn't refer to the power broker in any gender. So, and Carly knows the power broker. So, <laughs> I'm just saying! Yeah. It has to be Sharon. And yeah, because I, I noticed that too, because for some reason I didn't pick up on the power broker the first time we watched it. Mm -hmm. And so when I watched it again and they're asking about his reputation, I was like, him, like, and then that was after we talked about Sharon being the power broker. And so then I was like, oh, like, they assume that it's a man, mm -hmm. <laughs> which it can cause them trouble, obviously, because then they're not looking in the right place. Exactly. And then, then when Sharon got in the car after that whole fight scene, which is later, like, the door was opened for her. And yeah, they're like, we have a problem. Rich, and, rich. And, she's rich, rich. She's rich, rich. Also, she's like, we have a problem. And then she was like, what did you do? Because you killed the, sci yeah. the scientist, right? 
she probably didn't like she probably wanted to control what Bucky and Sam gained knowledge of, right? So she went along to like hopefully realize and she never went into the container with them. Mm-mm. Right? Cuz they don't want the power broker to see Sharon. Or they don't want the doctor to see Sharon because the doctor knows who the power broker is. So that's probably why she never went into the container. And, like, also she was a badass in that fighting scene. Yeah. And someone was like, feminism. I was like, no. <laughs> what does feminism have to do with this? And they're like, how can she take down all those men? Um, she's been what? in the Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. since she was born. Yeah. Her aunt that took care of her was the direct, like, like was the founder of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So, and she's also Agent 13, and Agent 13 in the comics is a badass. So, I will not take any Sharon slander just because she's a female. Don't. Mm. Y'all wouldn't question if it was Bucky. Y'all wouldn't question if it was Bucky. No. But you did because it's Sharon. So I'm like, go away, sit down, move away. So now that they're inside the, like, container, right? Mm. <laughs> Punisher vibes. You, you know what? Okay, so I've looked this up before. This is really weird. And people might be like, what the fuck for this? But there's a website where it'll tell you exactly what gun they use. And that gun that he used was so sexy. I don't know what kind of gun it is. Um... <laughs> How, um, say that you have a gun kink without saying you have a gun <laughs> kink. Um, gun felt. But I, I, I looked, I've looked it up before. I was, like, trying to figure out what kind of gun it was because Mary's always wanted to take me to the gun range since oh, she's in the army. And so uh, I was like, I want to know what gun he used to see if that's one I could use. Um, gun falcon and winter soldier. Um, I... Gun, so- uh, type gun model i know what knife the winter soldier uses so you're not too off because i almost bought the gerber knife because that's the one that see internet movie firearms database (laughs) (laughs) oh my god wait so that's in the falcon winter soldier Uh, oh that's in so it doesn't look like they have any oh here we go um Um, okay power broker season three so that's he's he's, sig sour i don't know what that means did he have more than... Yo. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was a very sexy one. It looked... I think it looked more like this. Yeah. And it was, I think it had a longer um, neck. I don't know what the freaking terminology for guns is, but... Welcome to the podcast where we talk about how sexy guns are. I know. I was like... I was... <laughs> so I photoshopped... Um, this is... So I photoshopped basically this thing for my wallet that says, um, don't buy alcohol, dumb bitch, so that if I ever go to the store, that'll stop me from buying alcohol. And before, I was thinking, what if I photoshopped myself with Bucky holding a gun to my head and be like, don't buy alcohol. But I was like, no, I think I would enjoy that. I think I, think I would I want would that. Like that. So that would just make me buy alcohol because I would like <laughs> Bucky to hold a gun to my head. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Yes, we're in the type to read dark. Oh, I'm so glad that happened because I kind of just exposed ourselves. Oh, my God. Okay. I, I shouldn't be. Okay, we need to move on before I. <laughs> Shopping. Shopping. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, they're holsters. Okay. Uh, they don't... Mm. Yeah, that's sexy. <laughs> We're literally looking at a picture of guns. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it. Okay. Finish. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my that's God. That's sexy. I love, the, I love this website. That's so funny that people know guns IMFDB. that well. IMFDB. So instead of IMDB, it's IMFDB. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally... Um, 
Oh my god, firearm database. That's so And it fun. literally has notes next to it, it with a Surfire 100 round casket magazine. That's crazy. <laughs> How do you know this stuff? With a Trigcon SR2. It's like so specific. Oh, maybe this is the. the I think that's the gun. Yeah, because. Yeah, let's see. Oh, nope. Oh. Oh, that. Yeah, remember oh my God, that's he like had, an SMG. It's like a. Yeah, um, I play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> um, when he. I, I remember seeing screenshots. Or not screenshots, GIFs, but I can't remember what scene. But I remember him having a machine gun. Um, machine gun Kelly. <sighs> Anyways. Anyway, let's get back to it. So that was our little rant about how hot. Yeah, Alexa has a thing for bad boys. I do. AKA Dark Fix. <laughs> Punisher is her favorite. Anyways. Yes. The little, like, I love the little fight scene, and it's just so cute. And it's like, it's an every action movie. <laughs> it just, I, it's just what I wanted. It's so funny. And then Sharon, guys, now is not the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then Anth- uh, and then uh, Sam being like, um, you like living here? And then she's like, it's not, not terrible. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. Oh, yeah. And then also when they got to, like, the house or whatever, after the whole, like, bar fight scene, and then, like, oh, Sam shirtless. Yes. <laughs> so good literally this episode is just fan service and i'm okay with it i'm so happy with it and then like sharon and he was like her bucky's like she's awful now <laughs> and then she was like oh please you buy into that stars and stripes shit and i was like sharon shut up yeah. i was like go away you pissed the stars and stripes boy you like <laughs> you did i was like you wanted to i saw this uh thing on twitter it was like so sam was facing sharon and bucky was still sitting on the couch mm-hmm. and sam was like um you hurt his feelings when you called him uh captain america's bitch <laughs> let me see i think i retweeted it it was so funny so funny but oh. yeah, Sharon, like that that uh, TikTok you sent me, like where she went to go pick up a drink as soon as like they started talking about power broker shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So like the minute that like they brought up the power broker, she like stood up from the couch and like walked away and like poured herself a drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's little hints as to what's to come. <laughs> okay. Oh, I guess maybe I didn't retweet it. Anyways, it's not that important anyway. So then you know then we get the little can you move your seat up no No. (laughs) here's the thing though is i wish that they just would have said the exact same thing of can you move your seat up no i don't it's not that i hate it like i love the callback but it's like i don't like how they did it as in the you're not gonna move your seat up are you nope it just sounds so like forced i was like no just like literally have it too small and it's be like can you move your seat up and then you just be like nope Nope. and then smile like i would have preferred that so much better than what we got but it's fine fan service <laughs> um then let me get to like walker and he like knows that bucky like let him out but i also love that like Battlestar like hoskins was like oh they wouldn't do that and he's like that's exactly what they would do i'm like <laughs> shut up it's because you would do it too yeah. sir <laughs> um but uh then we get to like carly right and they do that little raid thing of like the six month supply and then she like straight up kills the hostages which I'm like, okay, queen, I was rooting for you. And then I'm like, mm, but I'm like, it is for a show. So, like, she thinks what she's doing is right. And it's like, she's just proving a point. But it's like. And it's like, but the thing, mm. like, this is getting too, like, specific. But some of those people, that's their nine to five job. They were just there working, getting their, their money. Yeah, exactly. Like, and she just killed these people. It's that's not like those, are, those aren't the people who are higher up, like, corrupt Exactly. People. They're, they're, they're just, just the workers. workers. Yeah. Trying to get, like, the that's government funding, up. right? You know, because they want to get that pension plan. 
But, yeah. And then we get to the scene of, like, where Sam and Bucky are talking about, like, the shield, right? And how Sam regrets giving it up, but also he wished he destroyed it. And I yeah, was like... so that no one could get it. King. Because, it, like, it is sad, like, what they did to Isaiah. But it's like, no. You're willing to give up. Like, see, like Bucky sees the importance of it. He's like, that means a lot to me. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah, that was his, like, life before Hydra. It was Steve. It's like, that shield represents a lot. And it's like... For Sam to just be like, I'm going to destroy it. I think that's so out of character. I think it's so out of character. But it's like, then again, like, we haven't had a lot of character of Sam and Bucky. So this is where we're really introducing to their complex character rather than just, like, the fun guy that's, like, there and, like, also, like, really helpful. So it's, like, hard to, like, you know, you have these ideas of what these characters do and what they say and, like... But when they, like, do stuff that's out of your, like, where you thought it was, it's just like, God, like, I never would have thought Sam, the VA um, associate, would yell at a PTSD person and being like, I hate you. And then would also give up something that their near and dear friend that he literally became a fugitive for because it's, you know, a lot of stuff has happened to get to the shield. And it's like, I feel like he would be able to look past it and realize at the end of the day, like, Steve did good, and now it's my turn to do good with it. So I'm happy that, like, Bucky's there to, like, snap out of it. Like, yeah. I'm going to take the shield before you even destroy it. And I wonder if that's, well, obviously, because in the trailers, like, the main promos, Sam has the shield, and he's, like, messing around with it with, like, the stuff, like, hanging to the tree so yeah. it doesn't, like, break the trees anymore. So obviously Sam's going to, like, not destroy it because he's, like, getting with it. But it's, like... It's just, like, why add these pointless things in for you? But, I mean, I guess it's for the character arc. (laughs) And, oh, they hated each other, but now they love each other. And, oh, he wanted to destroy the shield. And now he has the shield. My question is, it's fucking vibranium. How would he even destroy it? I feel like he'd have to, like, bury it or something. Like, there's no destroying it. Like, Winter Soldier, he that whole place exploded. And his shield was still fine. Like, and protected him and that. Like, there's no way that he could destroy the shield. I just feel like, well, I feel like... They have to be able to, like, melt it, right? To, like... But there's no, like, getting rid of vibranium. Like... That's true. You, they you just, like, probably melt it or, like, put it in, like... The garbage disposal. <laughs> it just breaks the garbage disposal. But, yeah, no, it is... It is... I mean, I feel like they should give it back to Wakandans, though. Because... Well, I don't know. Was it stolen? No, it wasn't stolen vibranium. It was just, like, the little that they had in America when yeah. they made it for him. But, like, honestly, I think... Didn't Isaiah... Isaiah came after Steve. Steve was the first and original. So, mm-hmm. whether to admit it or not, the shield was made for Steve, and Steve was the first of his kind. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, then it becomes Isaiah and all the test subjects to get back to Steve. So, when Sam's like, all this for one, like, to make, or like, to get to, I, I don't know what the words he says, but it does make a difference what he says. So, if he said, like, to make the shield, no, that's inaccurate, because nothing was taken to make the shield. But then to get the shield or to move, to pass on the shield without Steve, yeah, there were a lot of sacrifices trying to try to bring it back. But, like, my thing is, like, why is the world now, like, didn't, didn't Rhodey bring it up in the first episode? Like, or someone brought it up. I think it was Sam. And it was, like, um, the world was fine for 70 years without a Captain America. Why do we need one now? And I'm like, that's a fair point, because you have all these Avengers. Why do you need, I get, like, U.S. agent, but I hate that they call him Captain America. It's obviously all for plot and all for ploy, but it's like, 
come on, guys. You went 70 years without Steve, and then you got him back. And now that you had him back, you're like, we need a new mm. one. No, just, like, make another hero. Like, freaking U.S. agent instead of calling him Captain America. <laughs> but, yeah. So then, uh, LMAO, my note says, Sam regrets giving up the shield, but he wants to destroy it. Oop. Oop. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, yeah, so Bucky's going to take it. And then they go to Prague. Prague. And then we get the. Do you, do you think they're gonna celebrate his birthday like they like uh, Sebastian posted? Oh well, I don't know because it. When did the snap happen? April. Uh, I think I don't know the month actually. I think the month when they brought everyone back was April. But but, he said he was 106 in the first episode, and the birthday cake said 106 on it. Yeah, so I think his birthday's passed. That's what I'm saying. Is because March April. Oh, I see. So, I think, uh, yeah. I so, they know. just filmed it in March. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see him celebrate the March. I know. That would be really cute. <laughs> so, so cute. like, blow out 106 candles. They have that in the comics. It's so cute. Really? Just this cake with, like, so oh many candles gosh. on it. And Nat's with him and, like, all the Avengers. And he was like, I'm finally happy. It's the oh. cutest. And it was, it's also when he talks about how, like, he would have blown his brains out if it wasn't for Natasha. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, what um, a dramatic. He's so dramatic. I know. He's so dramatic. <laughs> but I love him. Uh, but no, he was like, he's just, it's his birthday and he has like the cowl off and he's in his America, Captain America suit because it's when Steve's not there and it's with, he's with all the Avengers and they're like, happy birthday, Bucky. And he like blows out all the candles Aww. and it's so <laughs> sweet. It's one of my favorite like, um, panels. Um, okay. Back to Prague. Back to Prague. So, <laughs> right. So they're walking and Bucky's like, I need to take a walk. And I'm like, what are you doing, <laughs> sir? And we were like, me and Alex were like, Mm. <laughs> and then he's like, up to Sam, something <laughs> and then sam checking in like are you good and i was like yeah <laughs> and he's like yeah no i'm fine so then they walk in and then bucky turns around and then he picks up the bead and i was like wakandan i was like is that that looks at, like the wakandan at beads. first i was like no 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 and then he found another one and then the music and then the music started. but i literally was like oh my god wait that looks like the beads that like shiri made for like um t'challa and Alexa was like, no, I don't think so. And I was like, oh, it could be, like, someone tracking him. And, like, but, like, why would Bucky go alone, right? So then he picks up the other one. And then we were like, oh, maybe it's attached to the car. Or, like, where, where is what's happening? And then then him, I just love the details of it because he is a master assassin. He would not get snuck up on. Yeah. He knows when people are there. And he is able to pick up these little things. And that's why it works. So he picks up the bead and he's like, I was wondering. When, or he was like. I know you're here or whatever. And then he, I like, think he's turns. like, you, you dropped this. Yeah, something. you dropped yeah. this. And then um, you turn. And I love how the camera turns this way. And then it turns back this way. But he does not get startled once. Yeah. And he knows she's there even before he Before he turns back. around, yeah. he does, like, that means he has to pick up on her being there. Yeah. And, you know, even when you know someone's there, you get startled, like, if someone's behind you. Yeah. Does not blink. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Yep. So then he turns around, you know. And then he was like, I was expecting or whatever he said. And then it was the choop, choop, choop. And I was like, yeah. I'm here for Zemo. <laughs> and so now, now they bring up the question of, are they going to talk about T'Challa? Because there's like three ways you can take this, right? Mention T'Challa, but not that he's dead or anything. Just like, oh, well, I'm doing this for him and not introduce any of the main Wakandans. And it's just, because that wasn't even like a Koye. That was like another one of the royal guards, right? So it's either A, you just have this little like, oh, yeah, look, Bucky's still White Panther. And yeah. like, uh, or with White Wolf with all them. And then, or B, we do see Shiri and them. But it's like, 
they don't talk about, you know, T'Challa would be like, oh, he's off on some mission. Or they bring up that he died, which is, would be such a weird way to do it. I feel like that they wouldn't do that in the TV That's show. That's what I'm thinking. So I'm like, what are they planning on doing with this storyline? So now I'm confused of, like, what's going to happen? Are we just going to get this little thing of, like, we want Zemo? And he's like, no. And then they're like, okay, have a nice day. Or is it, like, <laughs> is he going to go out to war with, like, the country that, like, saved him? Which I really hope they don't. I really like their little friendship. And then are they going to mention T'Challa or are they just going to act like he was alive or I know that they said that they would never do like a CGI face for him yeah, and they said or they would never recast him and I think the only time that they would do a CGI is to like show him dying but they would never do a movie with him CGI'd in it like how they do like when Leia died or whatever the actress for Leia and I know that they made a whole movie with him with her like digital, like digitally, like oh, the whole movie was her digital. So it's like, I don't think Marvel would ever do that to Chadwick. So it's like, now it's this risky question of how were they going to talk about it? Are they going to talk about it? And if so, how? Like so, I'm excited to see that. Yeah. And my my coworker, he was like, oh, this hit me hard. He was like, what if that was supposed to be T'Challa there instead? Oh. That's like that's what I'm gonna be thinking though. I'm like that's heartbreaking. Like I I'm still not over Chadwick's death because I, yeah, like, I remember the exact moment that I found out. I oh, didn't think it was true. I was like, there's I, no fucking way. I didn't either. I was I was literally walking out of my house. My mom yells Chadwick Boseman, and my heart sank to my stomach. I was like, she never does this. And I was like, what? And she's like, he's he died. I was like, no, you're kidding. And then. I had to leave, and so when I was leaving, I was sobbing in the car. I was just sobbing in the car. And it was before there was even, like, an Instagram post on his page or whatever. It was, like, like the insider TMZ, like, was, like, Chadwick died of, like, cancer. I was, like, are you kidding me? No. Uh, I can't. I can't get into it. I'm going to get emotional. But pretty much now it's, like, I was thinking about that, like, was it a plan to have T'Challa there and, like, introduce him in the series at the beginning? And then were they going to have, like, Bucky and Sam go to Wakanda like I just like I was thinking about that like what were they gonna like do with that if Chadwick was still alive and I was like it just like hurts my heart that like we're never gonna get that and it's like it just makes me so sad too it's like he did not deserve to go out that young and it's like he had such a career ahead of him like he was just in the peak of it or like just getting there and I was like Oh, it's just so upsetting yeah (laughs) anyways to end this podcast on a sad note (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean, I'm thinking through my head, like, maybe, not that they'll reveal that T'Challa's dead, but maybe that's why Io's there, because at the end of Civil War, he's like, I'm done letting vengeance consume me, so he wouldn't come for Zemo, right, if he's done Mm -hmm. letting, so maybe if T'Challa was no longer king, then Io was like, I can go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, I just had that thought at the end. No, but that's actually, that's actually valid, like, what if, I don't know, someone still had, like, a... Thing against it like Shiri right and you know like T'Challa said I'm not gonna let it consume me but like someone there might be still mad that their king was killed yeah and now that their other king was killed right they're probably like vengeance yeah. right that's the only thing that's gonna help me so I don't know well it's I'm interested I'm interested to see where that storyline is gonna take place I know and, and we're, we're gonna, gonna pick that up in, yeah in less than six hours <laughs> I'm so excited. I am very excited. So we will get answers to that, hopefully. Yes. In the jacuzzi. In the jacuzzi. (laughs) Okay. Hope you enjoyed. We're going to go get in and out now. (laughs) And um, we will 
have another one uh we'll probably post two at once because are we gonna record the other one tomorrow? yeah we're gonna record the other one tomorrow so okay. we'll have back-to-back episodes yes um as if someone's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> but um yes okay hope you enjoyed any final thoughts <laughs> please bring kobik into the mcu <laughs> yes please <laughs> okay all right have goodbye. a great day goodbye thank you for listening bye